Hey there, Women on Purpose. This is episode 10, the official final episode of season one. I cannot tell you how excited, how ecstatic I am to have made it through season one. I am so excited and I am so grateful to you for sticking with me through it, for growing with me through it, for crying with me, laughing with me, all the emotions that you've exuded in these past 10 episodes. Well, today I am joined with YouTube vlogger Latasha Osei, aka Miss O'Sheree. It was only fitting to have her on again as she was with us in episode one, and we're so happy to have her back. In our conversation, Tasha and I are sharing the lessons that we learned after stepping out and launching our individual platforms. So ladies, For the last time for season one, I'm gonna say this. Grab a drink, a snack, curl up on the couch, pull up to the table, turn up the volume in the car. It's time to chat. Hey Tosh, welcome back to the podcast. We've missed you since episode one, but we are so happy that you are back with us today. Hey girl. Yay, yay. I am super excited to be back. I am so proud of you. These episodes have been so good and I am so happy to be back. So one of the reasons I really wanted you on is because we both kind of launched Endeavors uh, in the last, I don't know, four or five months. Right. And, you know, the reality of after you've done it, right, or after you've taken the first step has kind of hit me. So Mm -hmm. as you know, of course, we launched the podcast. I revived Women on Purpose, which is the organization. and, And of course, the podcast is an extension of it. Just the reception that the podcast got, that the relaunch got, can I just be honest and say, I was not ready for it. I just wasn't ready. And it wasn't that I thought it was going to fail. It was that I had, I think I had, you know, starred and stopped so much in the past and, you know, things didn't always work out my way that this time I didn't really have any real expectations, which is, which is just as bad as not having <laughs> expectations in general. Right, right. And so I found myself in like a tizzy after the launch of this, once the podcast started taking off and then you know, the website started taking off and I'm just like, what do I do now? And so that's really why I wanted you on today, because I know, uh, you know, you have probably experienced similar, maybe not, you know, to the TSI did, but I'm sure you've experienced similar, like, okay, so I've taken the step and I have started, I've done the thing that was in my heart to do. And now what, right? And now what? That is the (laughs) biggest question. Now what? No one, like, I don't think we went into it anticipating anything. You didn't have any expectations. I didn't have any expectations. We knew it was just on our heart and on our spirits to do, and we did it. But now that it's done, now what? It's almost like trying to get the car started. And you've been jerking it and you've jerking it and jerking it. It finally starts and it shoots off and you're like, okay, now where am I going? Where am I going? (laughs) Right. (laughs) Do I have all the tools I need to get there? You know, do do I have a map? Do I have a guide? Where am I going? The reality is that kind of also realizing you have people in the back seat. 
who are now following you through this. You have listeners now. You have people coming in that are actually on your website now. You have, I know for me, I have viewers now on my YouTube page where I went from 20 something views to 155 views overnight. And I know to some people, they may not be a lot, but for me, I'm like, woo. Okay. So there are people actually watching. There are people that actually care about what we're doing and what we have to say. And so again, those are the people in the backseat and it's like, okay, so now that I got this car started, where are we going? Mm -hmm. Where are we going? And then you know, also the consistency with, with the podcast and, and just like you with your YouTube channel, it's like, okay, we, it's, it's not just one and done, right. It's not just, okay, we're just going to do this and then we're done. You right. know, just like you say, there are people in the backseat who are like, Hey, what's next? Hey, what's coming up next? Yeah. And you yourself are asking yourself in your head, Hey, what's coming up next? <laughs> yeah. The reality of, Oh wait, I did the first one, but now I need to do produce one every week. It's still there. Yeah. And again, it can be difficult because then you're trying to figure out, well, what is it that my audience like the most? What is it that they want to see me do? What is it that others, you know, are most interested in? And then it starts to not be your vision anymore, but the vision of others. And so I know for me, in terms of consistency, that has been a difficulty for me because I know that at one point, I can put a video out just generally speaking about life and the pandemic and what I've been doing. And then I could put another video out that just talks about everyday outfits and how you can turn your closet into summer wardrobe in two steps, you know? So there have been so many things where I'm like, okay, I get more views on videos in regards to fashion, but I know that that's not totally what my main interest is. And so For me, in terms of consistency, it was difficult when it came down to looking at the analytics. I became a serial analytic watcher. So many times I'm like, okay, I got this many views on this video. I got this many comments and this many likes. And then I started to then question what it was that I was doing or where it was that I was going when I had one vision going into this. And now it's a totally different vision. Mm. And it's not necessarily a bad thing, but it's also wanting to remain true to yourself. Yes. How have you been doing with all of this? I know you have been getting a lot of views and and list. How have you been kind of managing this? It, it's definitely been a faith journey. I will not lie. When we released, after we recorded the first episode and I loved it, I just, I was like, oh my gosh, this is so good. I think I listened to it, I don't know, maybe five, six times. And I was like, every time I was excited, But when I actually went to publish it, can I tell you, I got so scared. I refused to check the analytics. I refused to check the views. I just got so scared. I posted it (laughs) through the streaming site. And then I posted it, a a clip of it on Facebook. And then I just shut down. I wasn't even watching to see because I I was terrified. I was like, I cannot believe I just did this. Of course, a lot of times we've talked about it, you know, in the course of these last few weeks about how we get in our own way and we allow our mind to get clutter. And, you know, and it's like, I don't know, should I be doing this? And so I I had gotten myself to the place where I was like, Tana, just do it. Just step out and do it. Just just yeah. do it. Just do the first episode and see how it goes from there. But then when I did it, I was horrified, Tosh. I was horrified. 
I know the feeling. And again, I was the opposite of you. Like I was looking at analytics immediately after because I'm like, oh my gosh. And it wasn't necessarily because I wanted a lot of viewership. It was more so because I didn't know who was watching. I didn't know who was listening. I didn't know what they were thinking. Did they like it? Did they not like it? You know, I was more so consumed about what others thought than even being consumed with the idea that I had met a goal that I had wanted to do for so long. And so it kind of took from the experience from me, but at the same time, it actually gave me the ammunition to keep going because when I heard all of the positive feedback, I said, wow, you know, maybe I was really onto something. I kind of had the opposite effect, but definitely with consistency, it has been difficult. Tosh, you just said something that was so good that I just want us to pause and talk about. You said about being robbed of stopping and taking in the moment, right? And I feel like for me, that is something I am so guilty of because I attribute it to our society and us always being kind of like on to the next thing. I feel like we don't stop and savor the moment enough. I know I certainly don't. I'm, I'm always busy criticizing and analyzing what happened in the moment and not just stopping and saying, girl, you did it. Breathe, enjoy that, celebrate that, pat yourself on the back, you know, about that for a second. You are absolutely right. I do that with a lot of special moments in life. It's like, okay, you graduated. What's next? Okay, you got a new place. What's next? It's always the what's next. And never really taking that second to breathe in and out and say, I did it. I don't care if there's one like, it's the fact that you did it. It's the fact that you took, you made the attempt and you did it. And so because I was so focused on all of those other things, it wasn't until I was, I think, halfway through one episode and I paused and I was like, I took a deep breath in and out. And I'm like, Tasha, you got this. Mm. Look Look at how far you've come. You got this. But again, it some it for me it took a lot of times other people telling me that before I understood to take a deep breath you know to take a deep breath and take it all in yes because it also helps us you know I think with our progress that we're able to kind of and I think with our longevity as well like we're able to last longer if we celebrate our strides along the way I think where we give up where we get fatigued where we get discouraged is when we're always on to the next thing on to the next thing and don't really stop to actually see what we just did and actually celebrate the step that we took I think if we can celebrate each step then it really shows oh wow I might not be where I want to be but I definitely have taken some steps from where I used to be. And, you know, when I realized I was doing it, I was a little disappointed in myself only for the fact that I remember I was graduating from undergrad in 2012. I was in a relationship and my boyfriend was late to graduation. He was texting me. He said, I'm on the way, but I'm late. I can't find parking. And I remember being so upset with him because Right as I was going up and they were calling my name, I wasn't thinking about all of the exams that I took. Mm -hmm. I wasn't thinking about all of the sacrifices I made to go to college. I wasn't thinking about the hour-long drives I was making to go back and forth because I was going to school in Baltimore at the time. All I was thinking was, wow, like he's not going to be here to hear my name being called. And it took from that special moment that I won't get back. And so with that, I remember thinking, I am not going to allow anyone else to take from a special moment or for a goal that I've met or anything else like that. 
I am going to be in the moment. And so for so long, I had been doing it that I didn't realize that, you know, when launching my YouTube initially and just kind of looking at the, just being a serial analytical watcher that I was taken from my moment. So I've learned from it. And honestly, Tana, I think if it wasn't for your support a lot of times, and I know we had a lot of conversations offline about it, and you helped me recognize that. So I'm definitely thankful for you for doing that for me as well. I think that's really a good segue to talk about the importance of having a good support system when you're launching, you know, whatever it is you're launching or, or when you're stepping out to doing something, right? I think I think it really helps because a lot of times you need that other person to kind of encourage you along the way when you're second guessing, when you're kind of stuck in the what now, when you're like, oh, I don't know if I did that good, or I don't know, like you need that encouragement from someone else. And so I think, I think it's really important for us to know the importance of the support of one another and know where we're in this, it's me and I'm doing me and I'm getting mine society, but it's really important that we understand our interdependence, right? Like that. We, we are stronger, we are better when we have those cheerleaders with us, when we have friends and loved ones cheering us on and, and encouraging us. Absolutely. I mean, I couldn't have said that any better. I know for me, because I had so many close friends who you know had small businesses and were trying to do their own things in terms of launches, I underestimated what support was. You know, I underestimated the level of support that I was given. And it wasn't until I started to launch and do my own thing where I realized, wow, sharing a story gave me 25 more viewers than I had before. And in terms of sharing their businesses, you know, like it takes nothing to share on your story. Mm -hmm. It takes nothing to click a like. It -hmm. takes nothing to comment. It takes nothing to support. We do it all the time. We'll, we'll, we'll get online and we'll wish Beyonce a happy birthday and we'll put up a long post about, <laughs> you know, if it wasn't for your B-Day album, I wouldn't have got through my breakup. And I'm like, why don't we do that for our close friends? Why can't we support them in ways where it's not only, you know, definitely the emotional support is needed, but also supporting them online as well. It's necessary. And I underestimated that. I wasn't doing it as much as I could have. But now that I see the difference that it makes for me, oh, I'm more intentional about it. Definitely. As soon as I see you launch anything, I'm like, oh, let me repost that. Yes. So true. So true. And I, and I really wish that we would get that. And it doesn't take away, right, Tasha? You I posting my stuff, stuff never took away from what you were doing. Not- so- I don't know why we have this competitive spirit that feels like, you know, if I celebrate you or if I support you, then it's taking away from me. No, it's not. Actually, it's helping you, you know, it's really helping. And so it's those seeds of generosity that you sow that you might not get it back from me, but you might get it back from someone else, someone, you know, complete stranger. And so we we, we never know. And I just really... I think my prayer for us as women, as sisters, is that we continue to support and celebrate one another. And I think that that's so funny what you said, that we'll do it for a celebrity in a heartbeat. We'll repost yeah. their stuff. And they don't need us to. They don't, they don't need us to. <laughs> Not at all. Not <laughs> we will repost their stuff. We will share. We will tell our friends about it. Well, you can also do that for your friend with the small business. You know, mm-hmm. they actually need that publicity. They need that 
help. So I'm so happy that you said that because I really want us to be better at supporting and celebrating each other. I think it'll take us so much further than where we can go by ourselves. Absolutely. Yeah. Tosh, you said something earlier in the conversation towards the beginning when you were talking about when you kind of like that balance between looking at your analytics and still being true to yourself. And I wanted us to go back to that because I thought that was, you know, really important too. I was talking to someone recently who Mm -hmm. had launched something and she was, you know, saying, yeah, you know, but I only have a few viewers, blah, blah, blah. And I said to her, I said, you know, the analytics are great. You know, they help us. They should help us. They should guide us, help us with, you know, how we market, how we kind of promote. Like there are certain things it's supposed to to tell us, but it is not your guide. It is not your complete guide. It is not, it's not the one who is supposed to determine the entire direction of whatever you're doing. And so I like that you pointed that out, that you had to like weigh between, okay, yes, that this is what my viewership like. And yes, that, you know, I'm seeing more views this way, but I also have to balance and be true to who I am and why I started this in the first place. Yeah. I'm not going to lie to you. I got a little discouraged midway through and I got discouraged based on that. I had ran into a few people who I didn't know were even watching because I didn't subscribe (laughs) and they had so much commentary in terms of, you know, I really love this video. This video kind of threw me off. I didn't think that you were, you know, into fashion or I didn't think that you were into this. And I just started, it started to confuse me a little bit because I said, you know, darn, if people are watching because they want to see fashion, maybe I should stick to that. But I know generally that is not where my heart is. That's not what I set out to do. I really generally wanted to be myself. I wanted to give a little piece of me to the world. And so with that, it discourages you because you get what other people say into your head and then it steers your direction. You're starting to go in the direction in which one person said, where there's a pool of other people who were originally watching based on who you were and how you were being true to yourself. So when you start to get into the analytics and things like that, you have to be very careful with that because while it may show you your viewership and while it may show you what are your most popular posts or videos, it's not the end all to be all. You definitely want to stay true to yourself. A girlfriend of mine says, keep your foot on their neck. You don't have to go in the direction in which they say they want you to go. But as long as you keep pushing your product, you keep pushing your business, you keep pushing your podcast, your videos, whatever it is that you're trying to do, you apply so much pressure where they can't help but to watch whether or not it's something that they're not necessarily interested in or not. The consistency is really what people want to see. Yes. And here's the other thing, though. People don't know that they like something until they've seen it. You know what I mean? We might like a certain type of restaurant. Like, oh, yeah, that's my favorite. That's that. That's the restaurant I prefer to go to until we go to another one. It's like, oh, well, actually, I like this restaurant, too. You know, and oh, so sometimes yeah. it's just like just like you said, it's remaining consistent. And either they will expand their palate or they will go elsewhere. And the reality, right? The other reality that we have to accept is that everyone is not for us. Yeah. (laughs) 
Every <laughs> viewer is not your viewer. You know, yeah. the billions of people walking is not all going to follow you. They're just not. It's so true. I am not going to be everybody's cup of tea. No. <laughs> and no. neither are you or you or you, you know, and you just have to stay true to that. Yes. You know, I, I told you about this, but when, I don't know, maybe three weeks into the podcast, I got an email from someone and they said, hey, would you consider changing your podcast name? Because I have a podcast and it's the same name, you know, <laughs> since I have my podcast first, you should change your podcast name. And I responded to the person. I said, you know, thank you for inquiring, but no, I will not be changing my name. No. Um, and I you know, and I said, this is not just the name of my podcast, it's the name of my organization. And I said, you know, we both have a different audience, right? We are both catering. We have a different message. And though the the message is on purpose, the way we're delivering it is different. And so our reach, the people that we reach and the manner in which we choose to reach them are different. And so you will have yours and you go forth in that and I will have mine. And we all have to be, you know, content with that. And so I said, no, I will not be doing that. (laughs) And so... (laughs) I hear that. You're not going to have everybody. Everybody is not. Even if someone says, well, you know, I didn't really like your podcast that much. Okay, that's okay. You know, I mean, it's really okay. There might be another, you might like the other Women on Purpose podcast. You might like somebody else. And that's okay. Because we're not meant, you know, for everybody. I I am not going to be palatable to everybody. You know, Mm -hmm. someone might find me too loud or too energetic or, you know, I don't know. My hair is too big. I don't know. But I'm not going to be palatable to everybody. That's just what it is. And I'm telling you, that came from me with a lot of growth. That is not something that you automatically take on. Like you want to be liked by everyone. You want to, you initially want that. But you get to a point in time in your age, you know, and I'm a woman of a particular age, I always say. (laughs) (laughs) But you get to a point in time where I am not going to be everybody's vibe. And that's okay. That's okay. I am true to that. I am true to myself and I know who I am and I know who I want to be around and I know the audience that I subscribe to. And once you really realize that and it settles in within you, you're okay with the naysayers. You are fine with it. It's just like, okay. Yes, you are. And you're right. And it it definitely takes growth because particularly at the beginning when we're already uncertain about the step that we just took. Of course, you want that support. You want to hear, you know, the praises from everybody. You know, you want to see the numbers. But, you know, with growth, in growing, and also in in becoming more comfortable in what you're doing, right? And and how you're moving forward, then definitely you begin to see, okay, okay, you know, this is this, this is not for everybody, but there's a certain audience that it is for, and the audience that it is for are being blessed by it. And so I think that's just so important for us to know and for us to decipher. Or the other thing, going back to what you said of discouraging factors, is the comparison factor, right? And that's something I drilled in myself right before the start of this. I said, Tana, you will not be, you know, comparing yourself 
to other people in this because you have a, a purpose for this, that this is a journey that you are on. This is something that you've been feeling in your heart to do and you're doing it and you're not going to be comparing yourself. And I actually had a friend who whose wife released her podcast, I think maybe a week or two before mine. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, her graphics are so good. And oh, you know, her whatever. And that was the time where I had to stop myself and say, listen, <laughs> you can admire, you can celebrate, you can support, but You cannot get discouraged. If anything, allow it to fuel you and propel you. You cannot get discouraged. And that's where a lot of us, we start comparing our views to somebody else. And, you know, they have 2,000 views. I only have 200 views, you know? Right, right. For me, I felt like at the time that I launched my page or my vlog, there were... 30 other people that launched around the same time as me. So I felt like every time I got online, it was like, oh, another person launching their blog. Oh, another person launching their blog. And so I won't lie to you, Tana, for the first couple of weeks, I wasn't able to click on anyone else's blog because I didn't want to feel like, A, I didn't want to compare myself to them. But B, I also felt like I wanted to make sure that my blog was organically me and I wasn't doing something because I saw something else that someone else did. And so it took me a second to be able to actually embrace the other blogs that I saw going up. I was nervous that it was going to discourage me. So I, I didn't click on it initially. Yeah. I can now easily because now I can, you know, I know the lane I'm in. And so it doesn't bother me. But at that time, especially because I was just starting out, I was very fragile. I did not want anyone else's page launch to influence what I was doing. Because again, I wanted to stay organic to myself and who I was. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, girl, I'm telling you, it's so funny. And the reason I really, I I called you and I said, I wanted us to have this conversation is because as I've been um, reflecting on the last, you know, eight weeks of conversations and kind of the themes of it, of course, you know, uh, pursuing purpose, living on purpose, finding that thing in your heart to do and actually doing it, that the hardest thing is getting started. And once you get started, then it goes from there. So that's like the messaging we've been giving out the last eight weeks, right? Push past your pain to get to your purpose, you know, keep purpose in mind when you're mapping out your career, all that type of stuff, like parents with purpose in mind. And so as we were pushing all of that, you know, language out, I thought to myself, but wait a minute, I do think that we need, we owe it to the audience to say, it's also once you've taken that first step, there's also more work to do. The work doesn't stop there, right? Like the work actually just gets started when you make that first step. Just get started. It's just getting started. So I don't, I didn't want anyone to think that, okay, you start and then that's it. Everything is going to fall in line and everything is going to work out and it's going to be smooth sailing. You know, Mm -hmm. I didn't want anyone to think that I really wanted to make sure that, um, that they understand the work still continues. You are not alone. God will give you everything that you need to move forward Absolutely. And again, don't get too caught up with comparing yourselves to others. But in addition to that, it's okay to stop and revise your plan. It's okay to take a second to revise if you need to. That's the beautiful part about getting started is that you realize now where there are kinks and bumps in the road and you can address them early on. 
So it's okay to take a second to revise. It's okay to take a second to reboot, relaunch, whatever it is that, you know, is in your heart to do. If you're doing it and it doesn't feel right, take a second. Just take a second. And I think sometimes we are so anxious to see that overnight success that we know that it feels wrong. We know something about this does not feel right, but we continue on. And then we realize when we've gotten halfway down the track, this doesn't feel right. This wasn't what I set out to do to begin with. So it's okay to take a pause, you know, and revise if necessary. I'm so happy you said that. I'm so happy. And really, nine out of 10 times, you might have to. And when you think of though how fast things are moving in our world, it might not necessarily be, you know, a mistake on your part or something that went wrong. It might just be things are moving so fast that you might have to stop and revise. I remember when we first recorded the podcast for Women on Purpose, I wasn't able to use it because by the time I thought, by the time we were getting ready to launch, we were kind of getting out of the shut-in phase and the information wasn't wasn't relevant anymore. And so I had to kind of shift gears and say, okay, I'm going to, you know, let's re-record. And then I had to kind of think, okay, now, now what? Because we were coming, we were kind of coming out of the shutdown Mm -hmm. were changing. And so, you know, I'm really happy that you said that because it's really important. It's almost necessary and it's okay. It's okay. If you need to stop and revise and make some tweaks and make some changes, it is perfectly okay. Yes. Tosh, this conversation was so good, so necessary, so needed. And I'm really hoping that someone listening who has gotten started is, you know, being encouraged, being refueled by this, and it's really helping them. Do you have anything else, any parting words that you want to leave with our audience on this? Honestly, I am glad that we had this conversation as well. And believe it or not, Tana, this conversation has encouraged me in ways that you wouldn't even know. And again, just to add on to that, it's okay to take a a second to revise. It's okay to take a second to stop. What's not okay is giving up. I just want to leave with this quote. Deshauna Barber, she was actually Miss USA of 2016. She was a keynote speaker And this quote that she made just stuck with me. And it was, do not fear failure. Be terrified of regret. Giving up is the birth of regret. And I think that we all should follow suit with what Ms. Barbara said, because honestly, that is what encourages me half the time, because I don't want to be in a position where I regret not trying. If I'm going to bet on someone, bet on yourself. And that's where I'm at with it today. I don't think there's anything else to say. (laughs) Keep pushing forward. Keep moving forward. Tosh, thank you so much for coming back and joining us. And I know you will be joining us again in the future. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Thanks. Let's go. It feels like yesterday that I was recording episode one of season one. I remember being horrified at the thought, the idea that I was getting ready to release a podcast. I was so scared, but I knew I had to do it. I knew it was something in me and that something that I needed to do, something that God was calling me to do. 
And so I decided that I was not going to wait. I was not going to belabor the moment that I was going to go ahead and release the podcast, terrified as ever. And when I dropped the first podcast, believe it or not, I did not return to look at the stats, to look at the comments, to to look to see how it was doing. I did not for two weeks because I was just so horrified. I couldn't believe I had just put myself out there. It was a giant step of faith. But guess what? 10 episodes in, I am so proud to say that I did it that I did it. Listen, the hardest thing is always getting started. It's the hardest thing. But once you get started, like we talked about earlier, you can make changes and make adjustments along the way. Just go ahead and get started. And if you've already gotten started, I want you to stop right now and acknowledge the moment. Give yourself a pat on the back, a hand clap, hug yourself, do something, but acknowledge the moment. Take it in because you did the hardest part, which was getting started. The second thing is be consistent. Once you have gotten started, then keep going. And lastly, get out of your own way. Get out of your head. Get those negative thoughts out and just keep on moving forward. Keep pushing, keep doing, keep on moving forward. Girl, you got this. And most importantly, God's got you. Listen, it is not over. Yes, season one has ended, but the Women on Purpose podcast will continue. I will be dropping some bonus content. I'll also be back in November with Women on Purpose After Dark, where we have a little more deeper discussions. Also, I will be hosting the Women on Purpose Signature Weekend. Yes, you have heard it right. It's the Women on Purpose Signature Weekend, October 16th and 17th. It's a virtual conference. Registration is open. You can go online to womenonpurposeonline.com to register for the Signature Weekend. We have a host of speakers. We have services. We have workshops, a pajama party a journaling and meditation session. I promise you, you do not want to miss this. So please go online to womenonpurposeonline.com and sign up for the conference. Also follow us there. We will keep you abreast of what is to come. We are just getting started. Season one is over, but we are just getting started. There's more to come. So please stay tuned. Also, if you would like to learn more about Tasha or just visit her YouTube channel, you can. It's Shades of She by Miss O'Sheree. Shades of She by Miss O'Sheree. Ladies, until we meet again, remember to pursue purpose.